guys, what's going on, man? Welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio Buck Perspective. And this one, it's a really tough pill to swallow. This one's a special tribute to one of my students uh, who I had the pleasure of teaching a year ago today. And I remember that when I took over this business English class from one of the teachers there, you know, it was three of them. It was Bam, who gave me and broke me the news yesterday. Fa, who, you know, she's very young and, you know, love her to death. She's just an amazing soul. And then there was Room. Room was the one who was, uh, she wasn't the gatekeeper, but she was the soul of the class. She was the one that could really speak and she will speak about anything and everything. And, you know, she would have very good questions and she was lively. She was full of smiles. She would love to laugh. And, you know, one day, you know, she ended up saying, you know, she went to the gym and, you know, she was doing crutches and she had really bad stomach pain and it persisted. So she went to go get like some kind of scan and she found out that she had cancer somewhere in there. And I'm like, oh, man. She's like, hey, don't worry about it. I'm going to be going into chemotherapy. I'm going to take time off from work and I'm going to recover. And, you know, uh, you know, she went to the hospital and everything. We gave, you know, we did a live video to see. And, you know, I was giving her words of inspiration. We checked up on her from time to time. This is probably back in September and October. This is right around the time that I had met my girlfriend. Because, I, you know, she sent me a message saying, oh, I remember her. You talked to me about her. And so this had to be within the first couple of times that we had met whether it was like, you know, our first time, you know, the first time we met at Taco Bell or us going to the, you know, the sushi dinner. This was like somewhere in September. And, you know, I kind of just forgot about it because obviously, you know, so much happened like in the month of January, then I never really saw those students again because the classes switched up and, you know, Bam and Fa ended up going to, going on to do their, under, uh, their own thing. And the only other person that came with me into the next course was this guy named Film. But next, you know, I got a message last night during my coach and I looked at my phone for some odd reason. And, you know, uh, Bam had sent me a message saying, hey, you know, it was a paragraph and I was like, okay, something's up. And I thought I was under the impression that Fa had died. And I'm like, what? And then she said, no, 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 not Fa. After I tried, you know, tried to get some clarity, she said, room. And I'm like, room. And then I, she sent me the photo and it was just so hard because during the coach and obviously, you know, my student, Claudia, she saw, like, you know, my energy shifted and everything. And she's like, just take your time. And I'm just sitting there and I'm like in disbelief. And, you know, Claudia was really good because she switched up the conversation. And we ended up, you know, talking about something entirely different. And she was like that person that was there for me, right? And by the time I got off that call, you know, I messaged, you know, my girlfriend and then she saw, you know, my post probably five, 10 minutes later. By that time, I was just trying to get to sleep and I ended up having a really good sleep, but woke up during the middle of the night and, you know, just counting my blessings and giving my graces and especially in the shower and saying my mantra, you know, for people who pass away. But it was really a tough pill to swallow. Because, man, we all know that there are people living both in this country, both in America, who are demonic beyond belief. And they're beyond 50. And this girl had her life taken away at 34, 35. I've seen so many things throughout my life. Stephen All's house, Nanette Katala, you know, Andre's uh, close, you know, sister who died of leukemia. She was barely 14. And so when I see this and I'm like, 
you know, I could blame Big Pharma because I know that they had found a cure for goddamn cancer a long time ago. It's just a money-making monster. It's just like HIV. You really think they, they've been sitting on HIV and they didn't find the cure? If they put all their, all, if scientists put all their might into finding the cure for HIV within the first year when COVID came out, we would have found the cure. But the thing is, it makes too much money, people. And I'm not blaming them because I'm not going to go into bullshit-ass conspiracy theories, but it just goes to show me that at any specific moment, things in your life can be turned right upside down. This is a girl that had a wonderful job. I've been hearing a lot. There was a, you know, my, uh, my girlfriend last year said, hey, you know, a guy who I had spoken to, you know, he was at job, he died. And I'm like, damn, how'd he die? And I'm guessing he had a brain tumor. And I'm just like, see, so many things on a routine basis, which we consume. It could be both good and bad. You know, the things that we eat, the lifestyles that we engage in. But it's not until it's too late where we just say, damn. And so what I'm urging everyone to do, whether you're 25, 26, doesn't matter what age you are. Like, are you living life to its full fulfillment on a routine basis? Are you engaging in your life's work on a routine basis? Because your life could be turned upside down in a blink of an eye. And seeing that, you know, and, and I'm really good, you know, I, it's not that I'm good. It's I handle these situations very well because I know if I look at room and she's looking down on me, I know that she would be like, Arsenio, you know what you have to do. You have to go out and live your life. Like, and it's so easy. It's easier said than done. But she's like, don't feel bad for me. I know what her words would be. Don't feel bad for me. I'm in a better place now. I'm not in pain anymore. But I need you to stay away from the things that you've been complaining about. And this is why I think the biggest thing, you know, with Thai women, me complaining about them all last, you know, last year, not so much, except when I was documenting my journey between like April and about June. But you guys really don't hear me talk about Thai women, Thai women anymore. One, because obviously I got a girlfriend now. So I, you know, it puts perspective. And two, I think <clears throat> everything that we say, words are energy. And I think all the energy that we put out there, yeah, I complain about a couple of things from time and time again, but I don't let that just sit on my conscience anymore because I think anything that comes into my body, anything that says it must come back. Energy is energy. And so with room, you know, I remember uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza was talking about a lady who uh, had someone had passed away. And, you know, not uh, he was talking to a lady who had someone pass away on her end. <clears throat> And he asked her, he said, if she was looking down on you right now, and this lady, obviously, she was going through the motions. It was very hard for her to get better. You know, it was hard for her to live anymore. And Joe said, you know what, if she was here with you right now, would she be happy with the way you're living your life? Immediate no. It's like, how would she want you to live your life? With more passion. With whatever you were doing before, live it even more because nothing is guaranteed. And I'm just urging all of you today, like when people pass, people take it, you know, like, I, you know, it's going to be really hard for, I know that the time comes when my grandma, she's suffering from dementia now. She's in her upper eighties already. Right. But when she passes, I know 
that I'm going to put those words in that she said to me back in 2019. She said, that's one thing I love about Arsenio. Whatever he wants, he goes out and he gets it. Like my grandma and my aunt, they've been the biggest cheerleaders in my life. And that's what I'm so grateful for because my grandma, I know when she does pass, it's going to be really hard for me emotionally. But I know that she's within me. I know that she's forever present. I know that nothing will ever change in regards to what she has done for me, my outlook and everything on life. It's going to be so hard knowing that I'll never be able to physically see her again. Although I haven't physically seen her since 2012, but you guys get the point. And not being able to hear her voice anymore. But all of that is within me. The experience is within me. The memories are within me. And if I have all of that and she's looking down on me and she says, hey, I don't like the way you're living right now. Don't fucking feel sorry for me. And I know Rune will be saying the same thing. Don't feel sorry for me. I've done my, you know, I've done my traveling. I've done everything. And it's unfortunate that I wasn't able to, you know, have kids or do this or do that. But if this is a testament to the life that you're living right now, you need to live more. And that's what I'm urging everyone out there to do is to live more. When you have a passing, it goes to show you that your life isn't guaranteed. You've got to live even more. You've got to live even more throughout every single day and engage in the work that you absolutely love to do. That's what I'm urging everyone to do. And so I say this with a heavy heart. You guys are going to be listening to, you know, my weekly review. And I'm going to have a completely different tone because I know that's what Rune would want. I'm going to have a different insight. I'm going to have a different everything because I know that's what Rune wants. That's what Nanette wants. That's what Stephen All's house, who saved his sister from being crushed by a truck by pushing her out of the way and him being hit. Now, I'm not going to say so much about my, you know, my godmother and godfather because their lessons, oh my God, they, they weren't very nice people to begin with. But seeing them in the casket, and these were people that took me in and didn't have to take me in back in 1999 when I was 11 years old with my brother and my sister. Although they were the hardest nosed people that I've ever met in my life. When I saw them in that casket, I was crying, saying, didn't I just see this woman not too long ago, full of life, although she wasn't a very nice individual. But that shows me that nothing is guaranteed. When I saw my godfather in that casket, and I said, damn, I didn't know what that meant, but I know what it means today. And if they were saying anything, they would say, go out and live your life. One life is all you have. So what are you going to do every single day to fulfilly feel that fulfillment? To fulfilly, or I'm sorry, to fully feel the fulfillment. There we go. To fully feel the fulfillment of every single day living in those 10 categories. And that's what I urge you to do. So I'm your host as always, over and out.